Hello, and welcome back to Corruption of Child Protective Services. I am your host, David Shore. Today, well, I'm going to tell you about a CPS investigator. He's a former CPS investigator. The reason why I'm bringing that up is someone who I had been in contact with a few years ago. Well, I talked to that person. This person, I cannot give any other details other than this person and this person's child is going through something with CPS. The child is being abused, but not by this person. Person has documented this over and over and over. CPS has had their goons watching this person, listening to this person. They can't do anything to this person because this person knows the law where they're at. Right now, I'm going to go into the information. Carlos Morales, former Texas Child Protective Services investigator. He is currently the president and founder of Child Protective Services Victim Support, and he is a committed legal advocate for family reunifications. He exposes the truth about Child Protective Services. Now, I'm going to highly encourage all supporters of family protection and victims of CPS to get a copy of his book, Legally Kidnapped, The Case Against Child Protective Services. If you have a Kindle, you can get a copy of it. Carlos Morales makes a confession. It is on carlosmorales.liberty.me. It reads, My name is Carlos Morales, and I was an investigator for Child Protective Services, and I'm guilty. I'm guilty of what many other American citizens are guilty of, which is the belief that CPS has the child's best interest in mind when it commits atrocity after atrocity. I'm guilty of working for an organization that has hampered freedom throughout the United States and has caused millions of parents to live in fear. I'm guilty of working for an agency that has done more to carry out the war on drugs than the war against child abuse. I'm guilty of working for an agency that has kidnapped children, thrown them into foster homes, and destroyed their lives. I'm guilty of working for CPS. Within CPS, I did not help children. I hurt. I did not protect families. I helped ruin them. I did not work to benefit society. Instead, I helped imprison it. Child Protective Services is an agency which damages and controls society from within. By allowing the state to take over the lives of children. 
as family judge Brian Lindsay put, quote, there is no system ever devised by mankind that is guaranteed to rip husband and wife or father, mother and child apart so bitterly than our present family court system. That is just the introduction. But as many of you already know, who have experienced CPS, this is the truth. He goes on to say the vile actions and justification for Child Protective Services and the state in general can be summarized in just one sentence. The inhumanity of humanity knows no bounds when systems are put in place which justifies their injustices. When examining the tyranny by those who've worked for the state, when exposing the evils of institutionalized dogmas, when grasping the absurdity of social welfare through collective imprisonment, appeasers of authority will assert that those working within the government are just doing their job. No doubt this is true. And a certain part of me believed that while I was a foot soldier for the kidnapping agency, Child Protective Services. He calls it a kidnapping agency, and he's right. He continues on saying, when I began working for the agency, I had the highest of hopes. I believed I was working for the best interest of the child. Remember when I stated that when the system, when Child Protective Services first started in jolly old England, they said in the best interest of the child or children. He states it as well. He goes on further to say whether that be the police, politicians, pundits, propagandists, abusive parents, and public school teachers are the least likely to ask the child what they actually want in their life. This is the coercive, paternalistic nature of the state and is at the core of central planners that are innately tyrannical with their progressive tirades that are backed by the threat of guns, force, jail. This is exactly from a person who was at one time on the inside of the system. He is now going around the country. His book can be found at Amazon. I would suggest you get a copy of that. While you're at it, I have a copy of a book. In fact, I wrote the book, Families Destroyed. If I were you, I'd get a copy. But I shall warn you, there are people that will and have written bad reviews about my book, or at least about me. Read the book. Judge for yourself. Let's go on. 
He continues, says, not a day goes by without a pronouncement by those who seek to control through suggestion first and force second. That they have discovered what will solve society's complex issues. Know this now. Any government regulation or law is a testament to the age-old belief that might makes right. That might, at its core, is rotten. But still those who march off to war against others through the belief in a state refuse to see the gun in the room and the blood on the floor. They're, they, they're all standing in blood while bickering about who's going to get to hold the gun next. Isn't that like politicians? Yeah. It's a lot easier when they're giving the orders. Unless, of course, those orders are put against them. Then it's, oh, I'm not guilty of this. I am innocent. I don't know why that they say I did these things. Listen to the ones that scream the loudest, we need more laws. Why do we need more laws? The Jeffrey Epstein case, I understand that the notebook or whatever it is that has a list of people has been revealed. If that is the case, I wonder how many people are going to try to censor those documents. Why do I mention that? Because CPS should have stepped in. But because Jeffrey Epstein was a billionaire. Because he had his own island. And he had politicians like Bill and Hillary Clinton. And other people like Bill Gates. And even... Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, after all, you're going to go against your rich buddies? Well, when we come back, we will continue on this journey with Carlos Morales. But make no mistake, as we come back, how would you like to be a parent of a child? You know what's going on. You are told you cannot see your significant other. You have to stay away from that person. If you don't, your children are being taken. You're threatened. If you want to get your children back, you have to stop seeing that person. Odds are it's the mother being told that the father is a bad person. Remember, father's rights have been taken away ever since jolly old England. We'll be back. Welcome back. Now, when we last left, 
Carlos Morales had stated that they're all standing in blood while bickering about who's going to get to hold the gun next. Well, I wonder what they're talking about. Well, he says, well, we bicker about topics and externalities that are mere contradictory abstractions that blur the light of reason. A fair bit of individuals go out and simply do their jobs. They're the cops who arrest and destroy the lives of individuals whose crimes were without a victim. That they, that they are the drone operators who turned bodies into red debris, whose lives were not centered on the destruction of others. And they are the CPS workers who thrust children into abusive foster homes, whose parents were without fault. The blood that the innocent have shed is rendered meaningless by the obedient public, which makes excuses for the executioners. They may have done wrong, but they were simply taking orders. Well, excuse me. Didn't people yell at soldiers in Vietnam for just taking orders? Well, if that's the case, then who's giving the orders? That's what I have to ask. Who is giving the orders? And is this person more abusive than so-called the parents that are abusing their children? Now, don't get me wrong, okay? I'm not saying that all parents don't abuse their children, and I'm not saying that all parents do abuse their children. What I am saying is sometimes you just have to look at the situation on an individual-to-individual basis. Don't do this. Well, he's the father, so he's probably abusing this child. The mother is too scared to say anything, even though the woman's clearly stating that she loves her husband very much. The father is always the one that has to leave the home because he's the abuser in the eyes of CPS. The real abuser you're finding out is CPS itself. They do more damage than good. Carlos Morales states that this is the callous apprehension towards moral, moral culpability that hinders progress towards peace and pushes us further into never-ending war and conflict. Excusing tyranny is the must tyrannical, most tyrannical action that can be done, for it gives free reign to the bringers of death to stomp over the lives of innocent individuals. An empathetic understanding towards the plight of those who became the soldier, cop, CPS worker, etc. is absolutely important. But that empathy can become a weapon when it prevents us from calling a murderer a murderer, a kidnapper a kidnapper, and a thief a thief. Isn't this something... They take our kids, but they say, oh, exigent circumstances. Don't get a warrant. Don't get a court order. Their excuse, 
they could get away with it. Well, if the judge sees the evidence, and if there's enough evidence to prove that abuse is happening, then the judge is going to give them a court order to remove the child. But they keep on using the two words, exigent circumstances. And as you heard so far from Carlos Morales, they don't even need that. They can take the children. There's not a damn thing anyone can do about it. Even though that more and more cases are happening whereby the judge is ordering that the children be returned and that an investigation into CPS workers, that they falsify their records or evidence is even missing. Yeah, parents and families are still left with no children. They say it's in the best interest of the child. Carlos Morales further goes on and says, while working for Child Protective Services, I was at odds with my morality. Wow, he's talking about morality. Obviously, CPS doesn't look at it like that. He continues, for to act moral would be antithetical to the very nature of the agency. The nature of CPS and the nature of the state are innately parasitical. They're a parasite, in other words. For rather than create, they steal and hinder creativity. Rather than progress society forward through open dialogue and non-violent means, they close any dialogue with the most violent of means. Instead of empathetic understanding, they provide the world with cages for anyone codified as socially undesirable. Instead of understanding the roots of injustice, they perpetuate injustices while swinging at the branches and ignoring the root of all evil. Wow. This is a man that was on the inside. This was a man that actually saw what was going on and he sees it going on even to this day remember the story of the family that went in a Kentucky bank just to open up an account they had five of their seven children with them the father outside CPS was called even though they probably had coats on and said the children were being abused obviously that person knew which buttons to push Now, let's go on. Carlos Morales states, My previous work in the state is not something that should be forgiven, and I will not ask for forgiveness of those that I wronged while working for CPS. Instead, I attempt with every breath I take to head a warning to any man, woman, or child that is ever put in a position to have to deal with them. For a time... I was an arm for the state, and now I seek to be a hand to help those who are victims of the state. My guilt is never ending, and the PTSD that I have suffered from working for the agency is nothing compared to the fear and anguish by parents and children that were victims of the agency. To those who are still working for the system, I beg that you leave now. Before you hurt another innocent person. 
I beg those reading this that you work to expose the tyranny that is the state. I am trying to do just that. Expose the tyranny that is not only in my state of Indiana, but other states. If you know of the tyranny going on, the time is now. Expose CPS in every state. Don't let this go on. This is something that needs to be exposed. Yell loud. Yell proud. State what they are doing. March every day. Go on your radio stations. Go on your TVs. Yell, holler, and scream at the top of your lungs. Break into the stations if you have to. Go to public access. But above all, don't let this go unpunished. I'll give you a CPS social worker, DCS caseworker, Kenneth Downs from South Bend, Indiana, and Elizabeth Arena, CPS social worker from South Bend, Indiana. Also, Mrs. Pamela Wisman, foster mother and CPS social worker from Walkerton, Indiana. Am I mad? I'm pissed off. This has to stop. The final part of this from Carlos Morales states, The inhumanity of humanity knows no bounds when systems are put in place which justifies their injustices. The key to the salvation of humanity is by embracing truth. And to do that, we cannot justify evil in the name of good social tech. Pseudo-empathy, irrational intellectualism, and a fear of ostracism. The truth is that I was not working in the best interest of the child while working for Child Protective Services. I was working in the best interest of the state. And I was working for the best interest of tyranny. It was in their interest to ruin the lives of others through the manipulation and kidnapping of children for profit. They turned children into a product that they would sell for cash. Remember when I said children were a product? Their existence and my actions were justified continuously by every man and woman who stated that the state knew what was in the best interest of the child. The blood is on their hands, and the blood is on my hands. We can never wash it away, but we can help heal wounds and stop it at the core when we no longer justify the necessity of evil. That evil is the belief that violence can be used to help solve social issue. That evil is the belief in a state. Carlos Morales has a podcast as well. CPS Whistleblower Speaks Out. Either way, you can probably find Carlos Morales on a podcast anywhere. Am I mad? I'm pissed off. This agency has become 
global in every country using the same mantra in the best interest of the children. Adolf Hitler saw that. People thought he was a monster. Well, where do you think he learned it from? Child Protective Services. You destroy the family. You can control the masses. But only if you can hold on to that power. When we come back, I will be saying even more. Reading more from Carlos Morales and others. But mark my words. If you hear me that I am upset, it is because it is something that should have never gotten this big. Time to destroy them and start over. We'll be back. Welcome back. You know, when you think of foster homes, you don't think of it's where good kids go to die. But Carlos Morales and his podcast, U.S. Foster Homes, Where Good Kids Go to Die, I will tell you, he knows exactly what is going on. He says, when we try and contemplate the horrendous truth that there are hundreds of thousands of children in America that are regularly abused, we begin to seek answers for how to fix the issues. Do we need more education? Do we need to push out more infomercials in the media? Do we need to just start removing kids from their homes? Though I can emphasize with the latter, the government's attempt at this has not been without severe repercussions that are truly catastrophic. And it is necessary that those who wish to postulate on the positive effects of removal to face the truth. The history of foster homes has been a history of abuse and death. Who better to know than someone who is in the system or was in the system and knows firsthand how that is? For Mr. Morales, I say thank you. He has paved the way for people like me to continue to spread this word. I am not plagiarizing Mr. Morales. I am stating where his information comes from, where my information comes from, actually. Now, it it states, actually, Mr. Morales states that the history of foster homes. Now, this is going to go back for the information that I had stated of the history of CPS. The first state-backed foster homes in the U.S. weren't created until the Children's Aid Society in 1853, where children were removed from homes and became indentured servants for family farms. Then, in 1909, Theodore Roosevelt created a publicly funded volunteer organization that would establish and publicize standards of child care. Ah, Wow, isn't that real nice? Let's continue. 
Further goes on and says, this is the commonly held history of foster homes, but this is only one aspect of the history. The darker side is one steeped in a eugenics plan created by British and American aristocrats aristocrats to prevent the scourge of savages which were beginning to bloom in the United States due to the creation of prosperity through the industrial revolution this led to Hispanic black and Native American families having their children removed from their home and dumped into white foster homes for e-education They doubled down on efforts to prevent the scourge of savages coming to the United States by forcibly sterilizing over 100,000 people in the United States. See the true history of eugenics interview with James Corbett to get a more thorough history of this. Now remember, back then, the poor were the Hispanics, the black, and Native American families. Who decided that? Rich, white men. Women didn't even have a right to vote or anything. Not right away. It wasn't until a little later on in the 1900s. Now, the current foster homes. Well, let's see what goes on there. Through the current foster home system, no, though, I stand corrected, though the current foster home system does not emphasize these drastic measures to reduce population size, the current practices have been disastrous to say the least. Before we delve into the grim statistics of foster homes, it must understood that over 85% of removals are not for physical or sexual abuse. And if Mr. Morales is listening, I'm just repeating what he has said. Before we delve into the grim statistics of foster homes, it must be understood that over 85% of removals are not for physical or sexual abuse. And this must be kept in mind when looking at the comparison between how a child was cared for before and after being placed in a foster home. A good example is Bill Bowen and Nancy Schaefer. Please check them out. You will find out things are not always black and white. When looking at these statistics and studies, an individual may bring up the fact that correlation and causation is not the same thing, as in the harmful effects of these foster homes were simply a result of what the child had experienced before being placed and not because of the foster homes. Now again, the abuse that was occurring in their home is not what most would consider abuse. And there was a fascinating MIT study that worked to separate these variables that came up with some startling facts. Looks like this is going even deeper. People don't know these things. 
And the reason that they don't know them is because the system makes sure you are blind. That it's in the best interest of the children that they be removed from poor families and put in middle class white families because that's in the best interest of the child. And oh, hey, let's not forget about the adoption. Because if you can adopt this child out to someone who is making anywhere from $50,000 or more a year, up to $100,000, hey, they're going to give that child a better life. Even the child, even though the child is screaming, Mommy, Mommy, Daddy, Daddy, let me come home. How many times you listening to this that you lost your child and your child is screaming child begging how come I can't come home how do you explain that do you say look it's only for a short time and the system has already got a family for that child this is not when I started this Back in 2007, I wasn't expecting any of this. I wasn't expecting that a state-run agency that is known not just in every state in the United States, but worldwide, that started in England and just grew to a conglomerate that's global, that no matter where you go, they will find you if you try taking your children. Am I mad? I'm pissed. The study entitled Child Protection and Child o Outcomes Measuring the Effects of Foster Care by Joseph J. Doyle Jr., discovered that after removing variables which could have deviated or confused the data, Doyle finds that an abused child placed in foster care is 10% to 20% more likely to be arrested, 10 to 20% more likely to become pregnant as a teenager, and 10% less likely to be working when they become an adult than the abused child who is not placed in foster care. That kind of outlines what I'm discussing here. That's also what I'm outlining here. I'm trying to say that the system is completely destroyed. The system is not your friend. CPS is not your friend. My thoughts are... Don't believe them when they say they have your best interests at heart. Don't let them in your homes. Don't let them speak with your children at their schools or at the daycare. Make sure they have a court order. Make sure they have a warrant. Make sure that someone is there besides the school because the schools are not on your side. They are on the side of the state because that's where they get their money from. If you have to homeschool your children, homeschool them. Don't let CPS in your home. 
when we come back. I will talk about abuse in foster homes, the mental health and foster children, post-traumatic stress disorder. Yes, this has become a very emotional episode, but you better realize when I'm getting upset, it's because this is a system, an agency that has become so powerful that even the President of the United States is powerless against them. He can do everything he can to try to take the legs away. But somehow, they have so much control over our Senate and Congress and every other government entity in every other country. We'll be back.